We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Lucas Harkins here, back with the Field of 68's Off the Carousel series. It is great to be joined by Illinois State's new head coach, Ryan Peden, today. Thank you for taking the time, and welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, thanks, Lucas. Great to be with you, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about you? Oh, can't complain. All right, so jumping into this, starting at the beginning, how did this come to be? You know, what was the process like uh, to be hired as a new head coach at Illinois State? Yeah, so it was, um, I think it was non-traditional, um, simply for the fact that, um, you know, the hiring happened uh, during uh, our college season. We were still playing games uh, and we were still in the regular season. So I think we had maybe four or five games left in the regular season. Um, this this came um, about and kind of presented itself. And um, from that point, from the, the point of uh, you know, our first conversations um, to the point where uh, we were shaking hands and, and agreeing to it, um, it all happened really quickly. I mean, I'm saying like a span of like five or six days. So um, it was, uh, it was great, but a little bit non-traditional probably um, to most that are happen after the season. And you've been around the Midwest uh, throughout your career now as a head coach, uh, what about Illinois state excites you most? And what are you looking forward to most out of, out of this position? Well, I, I think I look at the, this job and always have kind of from afar as a, uh, real uh gym and i think this is this is a, a has a potential to be a great job um you know there's a great fan base here number one there's a a, a real tradition and history 
um, that matters. It shows that basketball matters here, that it's very important to the culture on campus and in the community. Um, uh, the, the facilities here, the commitment here is, is, is high. It's very high level. And, um, you know, the location on top of that, you have a combination of all those things um, combined with the fact you're talking about a beautiful campus, a great academic school, and um, facilities that I think are, are top notch. So um, all those things combined contributed to, you know, my thoughts on, on what this job uh, was and potentially could be. And then outside of what you're looking forward to, what do you think makes you in particular a good fit for Illinois State? You know, as a first-time head coach, maybe what are some things that you'd like to uh, have become your calling cards or main characteristics that you particularly bring to a program? Well, I, I think, uh, first of all, the, the knowledge of our surrounding area. I think that's, um, you know, I think this is a place that uh, should recruit and definitely can recruit Um hopefully at a high level within our breadbasket. And I consider that within 200 miles of this campus. Um, I think if we're doing our job and building bridges uh, to this campus with uh, high school programs, recruits and their families, obviously, and AAU programs, um, I think you can get a high caliber of student athlete here to at least look and consider, look at and consider Illinois State. So um, I think my background is, is suited for that. Uh, 21 years, I've you know, been in the Midwest, um, majority of those were in the state of Ohio, but uh, spent time at Butler University in Indiana and spent time uh, two years at the University of Illinois. So, um, you know, when I was coming up, I, I remember some of my mentors telling me, you need to get out of the area, you need to get out and spread your wings. And I think there's some truth to that. But I also think that over time, um, the, the shape that my uh, career sort of took was rooted in Ohio and in the Midwest. And I think over time uh, that can be kind of tweaked in, into a positive as opposed to a negative um, because we have recruited nationally um, and have re relationships outside of our immediate area. But when you have such, when you can have uh, strong roots and connections and relationships in your region, um, because I've been here for 21 years, I think there's hopefully an advantage to that as well. And Hopefully that'll pay dividends um, here uh, at Illinois State as well. So then outside of Basel, what is it about the Midwest that keeps you staying in the area, um, staying in those same kind of states over the past several years? Not the weather. I can tell you that, Lucas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the, as, as every year it goes by, the, the, the warmth of uh, the southern region uh, kind of draw, draws me in uh, at certain times of year. So um you know, I think there's uh, something to be said about identifying with the people and the values of the Midwest. And um, I was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'm very fond uh, of that area and that region. And uh, as I am all throughout the Midwest, I think there's great basketball. I think there's great coaching. Um, and I think uh, some of the Midwestern uh, values that, that, that I share with the people in this region, uh, I think I identify with. For, for sure. And, um, and it, it, that translates to, you know, my belief system as a basketball coach, just in terms of blue collar work ethic, um, a very competitive uh, blue chip mentality, uh, blue, sorry, blue collar mentality. And, um, and, uh, and I, I, I come across that honestly, because of the, some of the coaches that I've worked for sort of have instilled that in my line of thinking. So um, yeah, I'm fortunate. I'm really fortunate to, to be in this position and, so I've worked for some great guys that helped me get to this position here today. 
Yeah, you mentioned some of those former guys you've worked with. Most recently, you spent the last several years, both at Ohio State um, and Butler, as an assistant to Chris Holtman. What were some of the biggest things maybe you learned from him over over those times? Well, I I think um, all the coaches I've worked for have, have, you know, sort of molded my my way of thinking. I think with with uh, with Holt, I think, you know, I I was very, very close with with him and we worked together for seven years. So that was longer than I've really worked for anybody other than Charlie Coles. I I worked seven years with as well at Miami of Ohio. But um, his. his way about him. And I, I say that, and it's sort of a, uh, indescribable, um, characteristic, but he has a way about him that, um, he really can really connect with people because of his authenticity, um, because of how genuine he is. And, um, and that sort of bleeds into his coaching on and off the floor. And, um, I think players really respect, uh, truthfulness and he coaches in truth. Uh, I plan to do the same always. Uh, and I, I believe in that at my core that, um, you know, honesty uh, in terms of uh, not only how you carry yourself on and off the floor, but how you relate to people and how you coach. I think uh, coaching in truth is, is, is very valuable because um, if you get the right guys and guys that want to hear the truth um, and, and, and you coach them that way, I think, I think you can, uh, you can do great things. So, um, I would say the ability to coach in truth and, and authenticity are two characteristics that stand out about him. And I know it's been a long journey for you so far to get to this point, but what was it um, that really got you into coaching in the first place? Well, I didn't ever really have any other interest uh, besides basketball. I'm being honest. Uh, and that's sort of uh, since I was a kid, my mother, um, she made me play an instrument when I was in uh, junior high and I played the, the bass, uh, you know, the big tall bass where you're standing up and I hated it. Um, and um, so I did it for one year cause I had to, and then I quit. Um, uh, she made me do piano lessons when I was in elementary school and I hated it. Um, so I just didn't have a whole lot of interest. My, my strength is not um, in being worldly or well-rounded. I think I've maybe come across that honestly here in uh my, my older years or my, you know, as I've gotten, uh, you know, a little bit more mature and seen the world a little bit differently, but, um, um, yeah, I just haven't ever had a whole lot of interest besides, besides basketball. I play golf. Um, I like to read. I don't read enough. Um, I run and work out. Uh, but other than that, um, it's family and, and basketball. And to be honest with you, um, that's sort of how my mind is programmed. I'm not nearly as uh, efficient when I'm doing 20 things, I have to kind of be laser focused on what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, that's, I wish I had some other hobbies or I was a little bit more interesting off the court, but I'm not, I'm just not, unfortunately. Okay. So we'll get you back to basketball then. Good. Um, so then, you know, new roster, tough to necessarily build exactly what you want right away. Uh, but how would you describe the style of play that over time you want to play with Illinois State? Yeah, I want to. I want to play, um, and this is a this is a style of play that I think is is really rooted in uh, what we were talking about earlier, sort of my basketball values. And um, I grew up uh, watching and idolizing uh, players and coaches in the Big Ten Conference. So a a, a physical, uh, tough, um, gritty uh, form of basketball. I identify with that. I played Division three basketball at the College of Worcester, tremendous program, um, and I didn't play a ton, but I. I was uh, sort of a role player there, but I can tell you like 
the, the values that I believe in were instilled in me at an early age, um, you know, from, from my playing days there. And uh, so I, I want to play, I want us to play, um, uh, you know, I want us to play a very uh, identifiable brand of, of basketball where our DNA, someone comes to watch us and they should be inspired by our effort, by our teamwork, uh, by our competitiveness. And I want the people that see us uh, for the first time to walk out of the gym and, and really feel like, man, I get how they're trying to play. I understand. I can see it. And to do that, you've got to have a high level of commitment. And, uh, you know, that's our job as coaches. Um, but uh, it's also a big part of that is, is who you recruit and recruiting guys that, um, you know, see a future for themselves in, in that program. So, um, you know, I, I believe in being very balanced as well. I think some of our best teams that I've been a part of, uh, especially here in recent years at Ohio State and Butler, uh, were very balanced. You can't uh, expect to compete for championships if you're, uh, you know, you're, you're maybe high level on one side of the ball and not on the other. Uh, that imbalance, it, it doesn't uh, correlate to, you know, to winning at a high level in my belief. So, um, you got to be very balanced. So offensively, um, you know, we're going to want to play to our strengths. Um, we're going to play inside out, play through the paint um, and uh, shot selection and efficiency will be very important to us. But that's just that's what I believe in. Defensively, we want to be tough and physical, want to make teams earn it, um, want to make teams finish over us, not around us. And uh, we want to impose ourselves from a physical and toughness and competitive standpoint on that defensive side of the ball. You know, culture is one of the most commonly used words in college basketball these days. Uh, but with your new program, what are some characteristics that you're, you're hoping to be central in what you're building at Illinois State? Well, I would say this, um, you know, I was at Ohio State, got to learn from uh, Urban Meyer after he had retired. He, he, he was um, involved administratively at the university from a leadership standpoint. And, you know, he said, one of the things he said about culture is culture is what uh, your program looks like, feels like, and acts like on a daily basis. And, um, you know, it, without going into a whole, a whole lot of depth here, I would say I want, um, I want to be committed, as committed as any team in the country. I told our team this this spring, and I said, uh, let's make it real simple here. Uh, I want to make this real simple. Like my goal for this team this year is we want to maximize um, our potential in terms of how good we can be. Um, but I want to be the most committed team and have the most committed locker room in the country. And I just believe that if you're able to create that and uh, it doesn't come easy, um, but I also think it's not super complicated. Um, that's why having the right people in your locker room is, is the number one most important factor. But um, if you can create that high level of commitment in terms of how you want to play, how you want to act, how you want to conduct yourself, um, how you approach life um, and the game of basketball and how those intersect. Um, I just believe you can do special things as a group. And uh, that's my goal for this team and in terms of our, our culture and where this thing's headed. And now a couple months um, into this role, either on or off the court, what are some things um, that stand out to you most about the roster you're going to have your first year here? Well, um, we've got a balance, you know, I think um, we do have a healthy balance of, guys that have been here about half the roster and then new guys, half the roster. Um, I think we're going to have an older team, um, but we're going to have an older team that um, has not played with one another yet. Uh, majority of these guys haven't played uh, together. And then 
on top of that, uh, a good handful of them haven't even met each other yet. So um, our ability to kind of create uh, this, this value system, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of how we play and how we're going to carry ourselves and impose ourselves on the game, um, combined with uh, the commitment that we have to one another, I think uh, that'll be that'll be crucial. So um, in terms of characteristics of our team, um, I think we'll, we do have an ability. This is this is my sort of 10,000 foot view, Lucas, because I haven't been in a gym with all of them together. So um, it'd be tough for me to pinpoint it exactly. But I do think we have a, a, a really versatile unit, a, a versatile group that can play multiple positions, multiple guys that can play multiple positions. Um, and I think we have a pretty good balance in terms of uh, paint touch guys, floor spacers, um, and then um, contact seekers. And um, each of those are really important to me as we build a roster. Um, I really look at the roster, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's different than others. I, I kind of look at it in terms of being a like a Rubik's Cube or a uh, jigsaw puzzle and how the pieces all fit together. And uh, I'm sort of less concerned about positions, um, but, uh, and it's not a positionless system. I'm not going to say that. Okay. Cause that's another, uh, as, as culture as a, you know, you hear kids and coaches say positionless system all the time. That's the hot phrase. I'm not going to say that, but I'm not as concerned with positions. I, I sort of view it as uh, guards and forwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want versatile guys um, at both of those positions. But beyond that, we're going to play the five players that give us the best chance to win. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to watching the guys kind of compete and, and uh, see that happen. Obviously coming into a league um, in the Missouri Valley, that's seeing some program shakeups this year, changing with uh, teams that are going to be in the league. Um, how do you feel that what your kind of goals are going to be like within the conference moving forward um, in your first few years? Yeah, I mean, we want to compete for championships. And uh, what I can't uh, speak on uh, very fluently right now is what the league looks like. And I, I you know, there's a part of me that um, is very curious on that. There's another part of me that says, this is a Buzz Williams quote, but he says, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. So you don't want to overwhelm yourself with comparing yourself um, to other teams and other programs. I'm more concerned with what we're, what we've got here. But, um, you know, Ultimately, we, we want to compete for championships. And, uh, um, you know, we've got a lot of work to do between now and then, a lot of roster building to do, a lot of uh, growth in terms of our culture and our leadership. Um, but uh, I just believe if you have great, if you have great kids, um, you know, you, you can, it's a lot easier to overachieve when you have high character young men in your locker room and guys that are fully bought in. And that's sort of where my focus is right now. Um, but big picture, uh, definitely this is, this is why this job was appealing to me is because I do think it's a job that can consistently compete for championships. We're not interested in just building a, a, a program or uh, a one or two year uh, flash in the pan here. Uh, we would like to build a program that's built to last, um, that has the ability to sustain excellence um, at, at the highest level and, um, you know, really fired up about the opportunity here. You've been an assistant in college basketball for 15, 20 years. What is your funniest, craziest, um, or most entertaining recruiting story you've had over, over your long time? Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I, I don't know if one or stands out or that I have a crazy one. Um, but I do, you know, I think we've all been in these situations where you go into someone's home or there's a home visit 
Um, and there's one uh, that, that stands out that um, I just couldn't eat the food. I just could not eat the food. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and uh, I, I, I'm not going to go into any sort of detail beyond that is I, I really struggled because it was I just didn't like the food at all. And uh, so I tried. I tried as best I could and uh, and uh, love the people love the people, uh, but um, I just couldn't eat the food. So I think we've probably all been in those situations before where uh, it's a home visit and the mother, you know, cooks for you or your staff and you come in. And um, there was one time though, that stands out. I just literally, I could not do it. And uh, so uh, thankfully that was only one, but uh, yeah, I've been, I've, I think I've been pretty fortunate because I don't have too many crazy uh, crazy stories uh, from the recruiting road. Now, was there like a fast food stop on the way back to campus afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was. I think there was a there was a uh, grocery stop as well for uh, some Listerine. Uh, Wash my mouth out, <laughs> but no. Uh, God bless her soul. So, yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps things up for us today. Thanks so much, Coach, uh, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time. Lucas, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. All right, have a good one.